Welcome to A Coach's Spirit with Blake Rockwell and Kendall Allen. A good coach sets up a good drive and keeps the momentum and energy flowing among the team itself and ultimately the fans. In this program, we speak to the coaches to find out more about strategy, influences, and their motivation to lead well. Now, here are your hosts, Blake Rockwell and Kendall Allen. Welcome to A Coach's Spirit. Coming to you from New York City. This is A Coach of Spirit hosted by Special Spectators. Thank you for joining us. I'm Blake Rockwell. And I'm Kendall Allen. We have a very full show in store for you today, something we're very excited about and have been looking forward to. We're going to be talking to SMU head coach Chad Morris in just a moment. And that's going to be followed by an inspiring conversation with Sally Maylie a parent who attended our SMU game day experience this last season, last fall. And then in our final segment, we have an exciting and really important announcement that you'll want to hear. So stick around for that. At any time, if you'd like to send us a question, just email info at specialspectators.org. But let's get this show rolling by introducing our first guest. After a successful 18-year career as a high school coach, 16 as a head coach in Texas, Chad Morris has experienced a meteoric rise through the college ranks. After only five years as an offensive coordinator, one at Tulsa, four at Clemson, Morris is entering his third season as head coach at SMU. Welcome, Coach Morris. Thank you so much for joining us on A Coach's Spirit. Well, Glad you're thank here. you for having me, and uh, I'm, I'm honored to be on with y'all today and excited about uh, about what's going on. Awesome. That's great to hear. And thank you so much for joining us. So, Coach, was there a Thunderbolt moment when you realized you wanted to be a coach? Well, you know what? There was. And, and um, it, it, I, I grew up in athletic, an athletic family and, you know, playing sports my whole life. And, and my, uh, you know, my dad and, and, and just mom just – so so much a part of my life um, with baseball and football and soccer, everything that you could do as a kid you were involved in. And, and then the older you got, um, outside of my mom and dad, the most influential person in my life was a high school coach. And, and he just so happened to be a math teacher. And, uh, and, and so he really had a, a huge um, impact in my life and caused me to to, to go to Texas A&M and major in math and 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 realize you know what I I, I feel like I can impact people's lives and uh, I got engaged to to my wife at the time I got engaged to my wife and um, at the time she had a year left to finish school and so uh, I was going to just get out and, and be a math teacher and a coach and and then get back in the actual you know get in the actuarial field after that but. You know, I did that, and, and uh, I just realized, wow, what an impact you can have on, on young men and, and, and women and, and uh, you know, as, as helping shape and model their, their life. So who were those coaches who had a big influence on you, both in, in high school and those you coached with in college? Well, I think, you know, when you look at it, I had a, a middle school coach when I was in the 7th and 8th grade by the name of J.D. LaPrade. And um, at the time, I, I thought he was, when I was a 7th grader or 8th grader, I thought he was ancient. And, and I thought he was just, man, he, he was, he, uh, he, he, in my opinion, I thought, heck, he, this guy must be at least, you know, at that time, 60 years old. And I'm thinking, wow, that's old. And uh, But he had such a huge, huge impact on my life. 
as a seventh and eighth grader. And, and I just remember I always, I always loved going to athletics so I could be around him and, and just the wisdom that he had. And then the older you got, you realize that, man, just, just what an impact he had on, on, on those young, young kids at that level. And, um, and then I got into the high school and Jimmy Lee McIntyre and, and uh, Jack Shonut and David Whiting were some huge impact guys in my life that were my coaches. And Coach Shonut was my my math teacher that I was referring to. And, and, and what was so unique about Coach Shonut is that he was the hardest teacher and demanded the most out of anybody I ever had, but I had the most respect for. And and that, that, that caused me, you know what, you can... You can be tough, you can be demanding, you can be fair, uh, and that's how you gain respect. And so those, those guys really had a huge impact. And then moving into the to the high school ranks of coaching, and, um, you know, it, it's, it was uh, uh, so many people, so many coaches. Uh, Jeff Brown was one that Jeff and I got into, got into high school coaching together. We actually were hired on the same day in Eustis, Texas, and, and uh, Lloyd Fields hired us, and and I just remember being around and watching guys in this business, a Mike Barber, and and, and watching the way they they were veteran guys, uh, Rob Tyner, and th- those guys would just how they impacted and associated with not just the kids at the school, but also I, they taught me how to be a part of the community. They taught me how to to be a part of a teaching staff. And, and interact with with the English teachers and uh, the the uh, the history teachers, and so um, and, and then you move into the college ranks, and obviously, uh, um, you know, Todd Graham gave me my first job at when he was at Tulsa. Um, but but going back prior to that, you know, a, a, a really really close friend of mine, Gus Malzahn, was a high school coach when I was, and. We started developing a relationship at that time, and then he went on to, to Arkansas and then Tulsa, and then I followed him at Tulsa, and he went to Auburn, and it's just, you know, he's obviously had a huge impact in uh, in, in my life as well, and um, and then you, you go to work for Dabo Sweeney, and, you know, Dabo is, is probably the most influential, he and Kathleen have had the biggest impact in how we run things and do things at SMU. And because of their giving spirit and their giving heart, and uh, that has made a huge impact on Paula and I, and um, and so you know, Dabble has such a, a great vision for things and how to see things, and um, and I just uh, you know, there's not too many people that when he went six and seven um, the year before they hired me. Um, and knowing that that was probably going to be, if another year six and seven, the the, Clemson, the Clemson faithful probably were not going to accept that. And so he started looking for a new offensive coordinator. And I've said this before, but you know he reached out to me, and I had only been in college coaching one year, and to know that he put, he had the vision, he had the 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 um, the the, the I guess the pride and, and just the, the know that this is the guy that I want to hire. And he did a lot of research on me through Gus and, um, and he hired me. And that, that to me said so much for a guy that essentially had his job on the line to hire a guy that's only been in college coaching one year. And, 
and obviously everything worked out and, and you know, we won the ACC that first year and, and then it just took off from there. And, but his, but that was through his vision and how we recruited and just the work that everybody put in. But those are the coaches along my way that have really had a huge impact in my life and um, I'm forever grateful for. And uh, I just hope that I can impact other people's lives as much as they've impacted my life. Well, thanks for sharing that. That is pretty uh, amazing. Uh, just after one year, and, and Dabo having that that uh, confidence in you, but um, yeah, that's incredible. So that journey from high school to college is one you described in great detail, especially kind of punctuated with those leaders you've had along the way. What about the the young men? So, would love to hear a little bit about the differences and similarities between coaching in high school. And then in college, when it comes to leading these folks and really working with them and developing, fostering character, community, and all those things, what's the difference? You know what? And that's a great question. And and um, I've been asked that a couple of times, but the way you asked that was really caused me to think. You know, every human being—it doesn't matter if it's me uh, or Kendall, if it's you or you, Blake, or whoever it may be—it it doesn't matter. Every human being wants three things: they want to be loved. They want to love someone, and they want to have ownership of something. And so as I have dealt with kids from the high school level, from middle school to high school, from high school to early on in your college to late in your college, that doesn't change. They, they, they want structure in their life. They want discipline. Kids kids may, may not think they want discipline, but kids want discipline. They want some structure in their life, and they want someone to love them and they want to be able to love someone, and they want to have ownership of something. And I think that's those three common traits have never changed. And, and I think that's one of the things that has made us and, and made, uh, made me successful along the journey is because I've been able to employ coaches with the same vision and morals that I have. And, it's, and it boils down to it's far more than just about the game of football. And and we tell our, our players all the time and our recruits, and we'll bring it in, that if all we do is make you a better football player, then we failed you, we failed a generation, we failed a university. This is so much more than that. And, and you know, as you look, and, I, and I'll, I'll give you a quick story. We um, I was, when I first got into coaching, I was actually looking for every reason to get out of coaching. And uh, I wanted to see if this was truly my calling yeah, my dad was a fireman, and so I had taken the Irving Fire Department exam and was number two on the list at the time to be hired and had taken the FBI exam, the DEA exam. I was looking for any reason to see if this was truly what I was meant to do. And, um, and I remember a group of kids uh, came over to my house once they found out that I was about to leave to go become a firefighter. And I remember showing up at my house and, and essentially saying to me and to Paul and my wife and, and just saying, you know, hey, coach, you, you can't leave us. Uh, you, you're, you're along that line. You can't leave, coach. You, you've done such a great job in the short amount of time you've been in Eustis, Texas. And, and coach, we, we just, you, you're impacting our lives. And, and I remember thinking specifically at that moment, I said, well, you know, well, wow. I mean, here in a couple of years, you're going to leave me. I mean, so what do you mean I can't leave you? And, and then I just kind of just said, Coach, you've just you've 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 changing you're changing lives, and that just kept resurfacing back to me. And that's kind of like, okay, maybe this is this is what God wants me to do, and this is 
this is my calling. And, and it was, it was, it was kids. And, and that's what this thing is about. And my wife and I, when we got to, got back to Dallas to be able to come back home to, to take over this program at SMU, a very challenging rebuild, but that's what's exciting about it. We, we prayed long and hard about what can we do? What can we do to, to give back to a city that we truly love? And my wife taught school for 16 years. And, uh, and, and of course I was in the high school ranks for 18 years. And so, and we love dogs. We got, three golden retrievers and so we said you know what let's let's take our passion of impacting kids lives let's take our love of dogs and let's partner with our children's hospital in downtown and and let's let's help provide the pet therapy program and so today, oh, today I love it. we have really uh, built our pet therapy program at our children's hospital into something that's being modeled all over the country right now and so we're, we're really excited about that and, and because when we're able to give back in that regard, our players are involved, and so now you tie in my current players and how they're able to 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 learn how to give back in a community by being able to give their time. So I know I summed up a lot right there, but that's it. Really, is so much more than just a game of football. That's awesome. You know, we love that, obviously, given what we're doing with special spectators and seriously ill kids. So, But, Coach, we're going to take a quick break, and when we return, let's talk a little bit more about that, and we'd also like to learn about how you're building the culture at SMU. So we're going to take a quick break. Stay right here on A Coach's Spirit on Voice America Sports. to the pros we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports now you can take your favorite voice america radio program with you anywhere sign up for our mobile app if you have an iphone android or blackberry the voice america interactive radio player powered by aircast gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere live and on demand no registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You are listening. 
listening to A Coach's Spirit. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Feel free to also send us an email to info at specialspectators.org. Now, back to A Coach's Spirit. Welcome back to A Coach's Spirit. We're talking with SMU head coach Chad Morris. We're coming to you from New York City. Coach, um, you know, you're entering your third season at SMU, and when you arrived there, the Mustangs were coming off of a uh, 1-11 season. I would imagine building a new culture was a high priority. How have you, how have you done that? Well, I think the biggest thing is, is you take some of the past experiences that you've had as a coach and, and you know, you, you build on that. And obviously coming from seeing us build the culture at, S- at, at Clemson like we did, uh, obviously you, you immediately revert back to what you know. And and then you start looking at, well, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been here on campus now for, for three months and, you know, the, the first three months into it, you try to establish your culture. And then, then what we did was we, we basically got our team together and got our staff together and said, okay, for three months I've been here, what have we been talking about? What is, what's coming out? Uh, what's the message coming out of, of Coach Morris on a daily basis? And so I had our players write down um, a list of, of just whatever they felt like that, you could be five words, could be eight words, could be ten, whatever it may be that really was being the consistent theme. And what we found was is that there were six, six things that came out. And 100% of the people of the 125 that I had in the room that day talked about accountability. So accountability became the first pillar of our culture. And the second pillar came with a with a work ethic, with a great energy. I'm a really high energy guy and I want to surround myself with high energy people but you got to have a great work ethic with that high energy so that became the second pillar then the third pillar became a mental and physical toughness and we talked more about the mental aspect of it now I I feel like you've got to be mentally tough to even achieve anything physically tough Um, and then we talked about you know coach always always talked about family and so family became a huge part of it and then the last two that we really talked about was integrity. Integrity being, look, I, I don't, I don't care. It's not a win at all cost. I've never been that way. It's about relationships. It's about doing things the right way, regardless of the outcome. So integrity became a, the fifth pillar of our program. And then finally, the, the final pillar of it was the confidence, the belief, and faith that our process of just being the best we can be every day, being where our feet are, making sure that this radio show that we're doing right now is the best interview you've done in anybody in the country, and I'm going to give you my absolute best. So be where your feet are, make the most of the moment. And and that became, that became it resonated with our, our kids, developed it, um, and obviously I had an impact in that, but I, I wanted them to have the ownership of our culture. And and that's that's the way it all has became, and it is a non-negotiable in our plan and our program. Something we won't we will not we will not deviate or lean away from. And, uh, and and because of that, we have seen so much growth in this program. Uh, our first year, we go two and ten, and from the outside looking in, no one could really see the growth that was happening. But 
I knew on the inside that this, we were the best two and ten team in the country because we were making a difference. We were we were improving. We were getting better. We were moving dirt, uh, getting the foundation ready to pour. But the average person on the outside that drove by couldn't see anything happening. And then last year we go five and seven and beat. We we obviously have some huge wins in there and. And, um, and and what you found was is that, wow, now, now you're starting to get noticed. The walls in the house were going up on the foundation. And, and as we all know, they've seen houses and buildings being built. At times, it'll look like it's happening really quick, and then it goes, it, it'll get slow again. And so we saw the growth, but it was slowed down at times. It uh, doesn't mean that things weren't happening. Uh, we, were, we, we weren't, we were not deviating from our process it was staying the same of being the best we can be and and now going into year three um it's we've been watering that bamboo for for three years now and the growth has been remarkable and so it's starting to to, to spurt up and and, and break through and and uh, I, I really feel that this will be one of the best smu football teams uh that that, that they've had in, in many many years and it's because of our culture is because of our process that we're going through. That's great. That's a great answer. Coach, you know, in a few minutes, Kendall and I will be talking with Sally Maley, a parent whose family attended the special spectators game day experience at, at SMU last fall. They went to the game against Houston, which was a, a great win for you. And I spoke with, uh, with Sally last night and she shared with me the impact uh, that you had on her and her family, especially your son, Aiden, who was born with a congenital heart defect, and they're still dealing with with that today. But she shared with me that the biggest impact on her and her son was when you walked over to the sidelines during pregame warm-ups, got down to Aiden's level, and just talked to him one-on-one. And I believe you also brought kicker Josh Williams over to speak with Aiden, and that was a moment that young man will never forget. And and he and his mother talk about that moment quite a bit. So I I just wanted to share that with you and thank you for for having that impact on our special spectators. Um, and you know for Josh to come over as well and and talk with them. I know that building character with players like Josh and and your whole team is a real priority for you, um, you know, making your guys winners off the field, not just on the gridiron. How are you doing that at SMU? Well, you know, and, and that's a remarkable story. And, and I do remember, I, I remember Hayden and, and his family, his loving family. And, and uh, I remember bringing Josh over and, and, and I was, I was looking to, I remember turning around just to find the first player that I could get to, to get him over there to see Josh or to get to see Hayden and, and, um, and it was Josh, my kicker. And so I do remember that. And, and what, what we find is this, you find that the, the strength of those families, the strength of Hayden, uh, while they may not understand, um, but they have such an impact on our players. I, I, we, we go to the children's hospital very regular, our, our players do. And, and it's really unique because what happens is, our players, especially the young ones, when they first go there, they think, well, okay, we're going to go there, we're going to wear our jerseys, and we're going to go in, and we're going to make a, a difference in, 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 in kiddos' lives uh, just for, for the several hours that we're there. 
And, you know, and I tell our coaches all the time, I said, stand at the door of the bus when they come back from the from the hospital, loading it up to go come back to the to the university. And I said, look at the reaction of our kids' faces. And what you find is is that when our players walk out of there, their lives have been impacted as great, if not greater, than 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 them walking in there and and spending a couple of hours with those kids and the families and those in the hospital. And so, it's it's that opportunity to understand that. Look, you may think that you're impacting their lives, but they have such a huge huge impact on your own life. And I remember that night with Hayden and. And his loving family, and and to know that the the, the struggles, the, the 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 good days, the bad days, and they learn to celebrate it, it, it all. It, it, and they they value they value time more than anybody. And and I we share that with our players is that that's it's part of our culture of just be where your feet are, live in the moment, and to see a family that that has that we were able to just have a brief, just a snapshot. Of success, of, of of an impact in their lives, uh, it was just it was just remarkable, and to be able to share those moments with that family, and uh, you know, because it, you know, we 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 come back in after the game, we celebrate, we go home, they go home too, and and yet they 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 need to understand that they have such a powerful um, position to impact lives as well, and and Hayden is is a is a is a warrior, and um, his family is is just everything that you want your 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 family and what you want to stand for they represent and they value time they value life they value relationships and that's 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 what this is all about that's absolutely right coach and and we hear that a lot you know when players are able to inspire uh, the children and the children do the same to the student athletes, it's a great place to be in this world when when one no doesn't realize how much they're inspiring the other. I mean, it's just a, a really great place to be. Coach, mm-hmm. we have so many more questions for you. We wish we could talk to you longer. It's been great. Uh, we, you and I have never spoken before, but uh, it's great to meet you, and I appreciate very much your appearance on A Coach's Spirit. This, uh, it, it's great to meet you, and I, I look forward to meeting you in person down in Dallas soon, hopefully. Thanks so much, well, Coach. Well, like you and, and Kendall, we, we, uh, anytime you're in Dallas, please, 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 open invitation, come by, see us. It's, uh, there's, there's so many opportunities here to, to, uh, to grow this program, and would love to have and show you and, and uh, spend some time with you. If you're ever in Dallas, I look forward to getting back on the show and, um, I appreciate what y'all do for, for college athletics and for inspiring lives all over the country. Because, again, that's I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, but a life touches a life that touches a life. And somebody's going to listen to this show that we've, we've just done for the, the last 20, 25 minutes. And we've inspired someone's life. We've touched someone's life that we'll never know. And I, and I just appreciate you for you and Kendall for all that you do. And please uh, know that you got a standing invitation to have me back on anytime you want. Wonderful. All right. Sounds great. And we'll visit our good friend, Mike Sage, and uh, at Mustang Sports Properties, too, who's made uh, made our events there uh, possible. So, Coach, thanks so much. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. When we return, we'll be speaking with a parent who attended last year's Special Spectators Game Day experience at SMU. Stay right there. This is A Coach's Spirit on Voice of America Sports. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right from high school to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports Listening to a coach's spirit. To reach the show today, please call 1 888 346 9144. That's 1 888 346 9144. Feel free to also send us an email to info at specialspectators.org. Now, back to a coach's spirit. Welcome back to a coach's spirit hosted by Special Spectators. I'm Blake Rockwell. And I'm Kendall Allen. We are in for a very special treat. We have Sally Maley with us, and she is the mother of a family who attended our SMU game day experience last fall. We were just speaking with the coach, and we're so excited to talk to you, Sally. Thank you for joining us on A Coach of Spirit. Thank you. All right. Hey, we would love to hear and share a bit more of Aiden's story. Can you give us a little bit of his, um, his history, his story? Excuse me. Sure. His Well, he was born with a complex heart disorder. He was born a single ventricle and many other defects. Um, you're supposed to have four chambers. He only had three. And at that time, we were he was living in California, and I hadn't gotten custody of him yet. He was my grandson at the time. And um, anyway, the doctors in California had diagnosed and said that he would probably only be able to live maybe about five years. And during his, he had two open heart surgeries and then um, things took a turn in his biological family and I got custody and followed through with adoption and I just started really praying and praying and praying and asking God to just show me what to do and I really felt it was in my heart to move to Texas, and I did. And one of the best surgeons there, Dr. Forbes, performed two more surgeries to try to repair his little heart. And after the fourth open-heart surgery, they said there was nothing else they could do, and we could only hope for a heart transplant. And at that time, I was told that he probably wouldn't be able to find a qualifying donor because of his multiple surgeries and blood donations and whatnot. And um, 
he came out with an absolute perfect match six months and five days after we were listed. And he is living a little boy's dream right now. Oh, uh, that's a incredible story. How, how's Aiden doing now? Inside he's, that dream. <laughs> he's, he's doing pretty good right now. His heart is strong. We're facing some neurological issues right now for some reason. He's had um, cerebral spinal fluid pressure on the brain, and we can't really figure out what that's causing or what it's from. But um, And his kidneys have kind of taken a hit, but he's doing good. He's, he doesn't even realize anything is, is wrong, and he's just loving life. Just loving I life. Love, I love to hear that description, and I love the concept of the little boy's dream. And, you know, we're all about that. We were sort of, a, we considered our business to create joy if we're only one mm-hmm. kind of magical weekend. So we're always really excited to reach out with these invitations in any given community. When uh, you were on the receiving end of one of those last fall from special spectators for our SMU game day experience, um, yeah. what was the reaction at home? How did uh, how'd that come across? He was very, very excited. And he was really excited when the uh, coach knelt down and knelt beside <laughs> him and just really engaged yeah. with him. And then he called his kicker over, Josh Williams, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. He called him over, and that, that just really meant so much to Aiden. And then they called the cheerleaders over, and he got very nervous and shy. <laughs> that was, that <laughs> We've was really seen that. See. That's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> so I asked him last night, I said, what is the one thing you could say to the coach if you would want to say? And he said that he would want to say, thank you so much. And then he said, but I really wanted to throw the football. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, you know, why do you think this, this experience was important to your family and similar families like yours? It's very, very difficult to be able to um, go out and do things. And so in, the, in, a, in an environment like that, there's the security and when you're not able to, I mean, it, your family in these situations really takes a financial hit. So when you're able to just really experience life and show them so much fun that they can't typically have on a normal day, it means so much. And the little things in life, it's the small things that most people don't even ever realize how much it means to these little kiddos. Can you give an example of that? Because you told me a great story last night. Um, yeah. Or, or something. Yeah. Can you share that with our listeners, please? Sure. Um, the other day, my son was out playing, and he just plays and plays and plays, and he just really enjoys it. And he came in, and he was all dirty, and his hair was disheveled from his motor his bicycle helmet, and. I just I got teary eyed and looked at him and I said, "You're dirty. I love it. You're dirty." And it just I, to see him dirty and playing and happy and running, playing hide and go seek with the kids in the neighborhood, and just it's it's great to see him dirty. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great. I uh, had not had the pleasure of meeting him, but I can picture his tousled hair nonetheless. Uh, my, by the way, it's my cousin Jay who joined you guys on that day, and he speaks so fondly um, of you and Aiden. And Aww. it makes me curious. Yeah, he's he's continued to ask us about you. Are you in touch with any of the other families who also attended that day? Just curious how that's kind of played out. 
I, I am. I am. I can't remember their name, but with the, she is on my Facebook, mm-hmm. and so we touch bases back and forth. Um, she had a little girl there who had a liver transplant. Okay. And her All little right. boy was also there. She was a single mom, and mm-hmm. um, her daughter, I can't remember her name. I want to say, I don't remember. Latoya, maybe, was the mom's well, those- name. Those social connections are great following up, and it's yeah. fun because then you can also see each other's pictures from the mm-hmm. day, but then as, as life rolls on, just kind of keeping in touch with each other's journeys is, is really nice, and a lot of our folks do that. Yeah, you're right. That's right. Uh, we, Latoya and, uh, and her daughter, Sonia. Yes, yes, yes. That's them. Yeah. Yes, and she was just, she was such a great mom, and it it's good because she's a single mom, too, and... When I got custody of the boys, I was single, and I said, "You know, I got to take this leap. I can't, I can't leave them unattended." So it it sounds like Aiden's favorite part of the night was meeting Coach Morris and 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 players. Was there any yeah. other? I don't want to put words in your in your mouth, but was there some something else that? that Aiden really enjoyed about the evening? I think just being out in, in the atmosphere of the, cause he loves football. He loves football and many, many other sports, but he, that's, he throws the football around and I think it just touched him to be right there on the sidelines and it really impacted him. Yeah, it's really fun, and it's fun for us to see, too, and as you gathered and are telling you about our, you know, sharing your story with Coach, and, you know, Josh wasn't on the line, but we mentioned that interaction with Josh, and it's really fun for us to see the kids with the players. The down on the field part is, is probably my favorite, because they really do connect. They're, they're warming up. They come over. Sometimes they toss mm-hmm. a ball. Sometimes they do a fist bump, put you on mm-hmm. the shoulders. They're really, they're really, really into it, and it is really meaningful to them as well. Coach was saying the very same about the players. You know, they get a lot out of the experience and are just grateful to be able to interact. But it, um, it's it's a feel good circle all around, you know, and it's fun to see it in action. And down in the field yeah. is just very cool. And and Jay did such an awesome, awesome thing. He was he was amazing from the beginning to the end. He was amazing. Yeah, he's a good one. He's a good guy. He's my first cousin. We've been he's my first friend really in this world, I like yeah. to say. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah, glad glad to hear that. I think his son Harrison was along too, right? I, yes, I think Harrison was. was there as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a sweetheart he was. as well. Yeah. It, 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 the whole experience is just I mean yeah, I couldn't have asked for more. I couldn't have asked for more. It was a very, very um very enjoyable and much appreciated. And these kiddos, you know, they just, they deserve so much. They fight. Definitely. You know, every day is a fight. And they're, they're so inspiring, and they are wise beyond their years. And um, we learn, you know, as adults, we often feel like we have to constantly teach our children, our kids. But we learn so much from our kids, and especially kids like Aiden, no doubt about mm-hmm. it. Is so is Aiden being treated in Colorado or are you making the trip back down to Dallas for his treatments? No, actually we um relocated. He had his annual heart cath biopsy where they go in and actually pinch little pieces of the heart off to 
look for signs of rejection, and he had a really great um, annual heart cath biopsy and great results. So I was able to um, move out of Dallas and into a smaller town where the boys could have a better quality of life, where they could actually just go out there and run and play and be a kid, you know, and... um, at that same time, Dr. Forbes had left, so I thought, well, if he's the reason I moved here, if he's leaving, maybe we can move to a smaller town as well. And so we moved out here to Grand Junction, Colorado, and there's lots of things I miss about Dallas Children's Hospital and just the environment, all of it. But the kids, we um, live in a cul-de-sac now, and the kids can go out there and just really run and play. That's great. Does he? Uh, is there anything else you wanted to add about your experience with special spectators, or anything about about Aiden that you wanted to expand on? Um, the only I, I would say through this journey that we've traveled, I can't even tell you the number of grandparents that are finding themselves in this same situation, whether they take custody for a while or they take permanent custody. So Mm -hmm. with y'all stepping forward, special spectators, just is such an encouragement because it shows us we're not alone. There's people out there who really care and they're willing to make a difference in these kids' lives, in these families' lives just to reach out and touch these families who sometimes feel so alone. And it, it, sometimes it's so hopeless because it's, a, it, it's difficult for a family. And I've watched how some have fallen apart and some stay strong. And through it, y'all step through and say, hey, you know, we're here, we care, what can we do? Well, thank you for that, Sally. I, I appreciate it. And it's been great uh, speaking with you. Let's keep in touch, definitely. And please give our best to Aiden and, da- and Dallas. Thank you so much. Sure will. Thank you so much. All right, Sally. Take care. We'll take another uh-huh. quick break. But when we return, we have an exciting announcement to share with you. Don't go anywhere. This is A Coach's Spirit on Voice America Sports. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Why? Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You are listening to A Coach's Spirit. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Feel free to also send us an email to info at specialspectators.org. Now, back to A Coach's Spirit. Coming to you from New York City, this is a Coach's Spirit hosted by Special Spectators. I'm Blake Rockwell. And I'm Kendall Allen. Welcome back, everyone. Well, it's been a great show talking with SMU head coach Chad Morris and uh, Sally Maley, a parent who we served at SMU last fall. But I'm also very excited about the announcement that we're about to make because our Special Spectators family will be expanding. And as a result, we'll be in a position to serve more seriously ill children and their families, just like Sally's and, and, and Aiden's. And full disclosure, we've already announced this socially this morning. So if you want, you can go on to Facebook at facebook.com slash special spectators. Twitter, we're at special fans. And on Instagram at instagram.com slash special spectators. And now we're going to announce it on A Coach's Spirit. Starting today, Special Spectators is accepting applications for our new Campus Captain program. You can apply at specialspectators.org slash campus hyphen captain. Hyphen is not spelled out, by the way. It's an actual hyphen. If you're a college student or if you know a college student attending an NCAA Division I FBS university, we invite you to become a campus captain at your university. Well, you know, what is campus captains? Do, what do campus, campus captains do and what experience will they gain? Well, you support our volunteers on game day and leading up to game day. You help secure other students who can help out either as our official photographers, videographers, and writers, writing stories about our game day experiences, interviewing families and kids. You can assist in the activation of our game day event sponsorships, help build awareness of special spectators among students and student athletes, Assist in promotion and buzz building during the week leading up to our game day experiences. A whole, a whole slew of things, including one of the things that we launched a couple of years ago, and that is this big special spectators banner that we have flying in the crowd during ESPN's college game day telecast right on campus. So you can assist us with that and, um, you know, help get gain more collegiate partners for 
those students who might be attending a school that is currently not a collegiate partner, uh, come up with great creative ways to do a fundraiser on campus, a number of different things. Maybe even a dance-a-thon, which is one of my favorite ideas. Yeah, a dance-a-thon <laughs> would definitely be a great idea. So, those of you out there, if you would like to become an, a, mem- a member of this dedicated team, again, if you are in college or know folks who are, maybe even your kids, this team that stretches from coast to coast, and if you're passionate about providing one of the absolute greatest days in the lives of seriously ill children, then please do apply to be a campus captain. Going to give you the URL again, that's specialspectators.org forward slash campus little hyphen then, captain, specialspectators.org forward slash campus hyphen captain. If you didn't write that down or catch that URL, like Blake said, we're on social. So you go to Facebook and it's plastered all over there and you can see more information. Definitely. There's links all over that will take you directly to that page. And uh, so, yes, please click that link. So... Those of you listening, this would be a great experience for you or your friends or people you might know if you're a marketing, advertising, sports marketing major, business major, maybe, hospitality, hotel and restaurant, an event planning major, anything medical or health-related, social services, primary or secondary education student, that might be you. Of course, probably goes without saying, a student athlete, we want to hear from you. The strong history and love of community service. Maybe you volunteered at a children's hospital and would like to do something kindred. If you've got personal experience with cancer, major cardiac conditions, or other life-threatening illnesses, you know, directly or within your family or circles of friendship and community, this would also be a really great way to get involved. We've had many volunteers who've taken that journey in their past and are now working with us. And it's a really, really nice um, fit. So again, apply at specialspectators.org forward slash campus hyphen captain. And we look forward to hearing from you. Absolutely. And the great thing about this is we're coming to you on campus. This isn't something where you have to travel to. This is kind of a community service opportunity that's right there on campus. Uh, Most students obviously love going to a game. So we're going to be right around the stadium, in the stadium. And so we're a part of that, that fun experience, that fun game day atmosphere, all of it. uh, it's, It's very simple for students. And just to give you a sense of kind of what and who's already in place, as you listeners have heard us talk about and discuss, Blake created Special Spectators, I think, probably about 15 years ago. I've been working with him for the past six or seven. There's a crew. It's all volunteer. We're all volunteers. There's a, there's a crew of folks working and focused on things like new business relationships and marketing and the website and stuff like that. He's got a little cadre here. Um, in New York and also in the Midwest who help with those things. But then we've got about 125 volunteers nationwide who specifically help out with our game day executions. We give those folks a blueprint of the day. They escort the families. They team up with the athletic department lead and coaches and make our game days happen. So as a campus captain, you would simply be plugging into that and working hands in hand with those folks. And you really would just be helping us expand the footprint in a community that you know better than anybody. So it's perfect and just a really nice compliment to the crew we already have in place, which does 
already cover nationwide. So Absolutely. just wanted to share that. Absolutely. And you'd also be there, you know, feet on the ground for us. We do have volunteers. Some of them travel quite a ways. Uh, myself, I will travel from New York to Chicago to do an event. I went traveled from New York to L.A. last year. Uh, so having ambassadors passionate representatives of special spectators there on campus uh, is a great help for the organization. And we're just really excited about this. We love going on college campuses because we get to meet all these bright young people and um, it, it just energizes us. So please, once again, apply at specialspectators.org forward slash campus hyphen captain. Um, I think we still have a couple more minutes. We do. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about the season coming up. I mean, we're rolling this campus captain program out right as we launch into our heavy planning period, which is April. We'll yep. really be planning, digging in and planning the season. And folks, any given season, you know, we've done anywhere from five to 35 to 50 events. And we've got a robust season coming up. Lots of schools on board. Well, There's five events was a long, yeah. long, long time ago. But in our history, ago. right? Yeah. In our yeah. history, it's really ramped up. So anymore, it's a big number. And we are very excited about it. We'll be rolling out the schedule. We're putting everything in place. So this is kind yeah. of high planning season for us. So keep, please get out there. Uh, parents, share it with your college-aged uh, children. Anyone who knows a college-aged student who's attending a Division One FBS school, Please get the word out and apply to become a campus captain. All right. We're going to wrap it up. That's it for this week's show. Thank you so much to Aaron Keller, our engineer, our executive producer, Robert Cellino, Bruce Beauchamp with Weather and Traffic. This has been A Coach's Spirit on Voice America Sports. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on A Coach's Spirit on Voice America Sports. So long, everybody. See you then. Thank you for tuning in to A Coach's Spirit. Be sure to join your hosts, Kendall Allen and Blake Rockwell, next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have an incredible week ahead.